Welcome to Cult Cannabis Collective's podcast, Are You High Enough for This?, where we look deeply into the basics and lightly into the advanced of all things cannabis. This is part two of our episode with Amber Bricks, Chris, and Ricky. Yeah, no, no, I know that's a that's a tough question too because that's all the research and how little there is of research, by the way, is yeah. Delta Nine THC. I know. Once yes. there's some scholarly articles out there, then we can finally have some reference points. Well, I'm we waiting. have to. I'm stoked. We have to look to Israel. Yeah, we have to look to Israel for all of our uh, yeah. uh, academic journals. Yeah, that, that they're leading the pack. Related? Yes. Yeah. Since, oh, since oh, the nice. what, 70s, they've been. And now they've really ramped up to in the last ten years. They have been doing it for a long time. I don't oh, exactly know gosh, the date. Guys, but nice. the the coolest things are coming out of their their labs. Uh, there's a uh, dissolvable tablet that works within thirty seconds. Oh, that is awesome! Yeah, no more tinctures. Yes, it's, it dissolves and it's in your bloodstream within half a minute. I, I thought I saw that on Instagram. Do you remember the brand name? Oh, I, it was uh, well, it, it was in Israel. It was in a it was in a uh, university setting. I don't know. Universe. Okay, yeah. so it's not actually okay. Yeah, it's like a, must have copied I, either that or a private lab. But yeah, dude, they're they're ahead of the curve. Yeah, we went to the Cannabis Alliance Summit this year, and they were talking about that. And I've also heard one of the owners of um, a few retail shops in Seattle, whose name escapes me at the moment. He was he has been to Israel. To visit some of the, some of these facilities, just amazing and the amount of money that they're pouring into it. And here again, do you know so, how that happened, by the way? Uh, yeah, I was just gonna say voting. It was voting. <laughs> the people of Israel said it's kind of dumb to make this illegal. Why don't we just legalize it and yeah. study it for and medical voting. purposes? So here's Beautiful. another example where we're letting another country spearhead and take the lead in something that we should be. We have the technology. We, we have, have the, the we have facilities. The yeah. We have the culture. culture. <laughs> we should be doing this, but God forbid we do it. We're going to let the Israelis do it. Yeah. Okay. Like we're not All studying right. our own roots. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you. Very punny. So very funny. And I have another question about... Um, <laughs> You didn't see that, that one either. Accident. You're 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 like the, the straight man. Yeah, you're the straight, you're the straight, straight man, man who says all the funny puns. <laughs> but the reality is, you don't know that you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> it's like George and Gracie. Say good night, Gracie. Good night, Gracie. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a question about color because that comes seems. That, people uh, use that as a judgment yeah, tool for their I, purchasing choice. And I'm trying to tell them that that's. That's not. That's well, in their not a good indicator. In their experience, the darker be. stuff yeah. was bad. Mm-hmm. Can you? Ex- and I mean, maybe it, it kind of used to be, right? Like black yeah. and. Them. I mean, we still have a few things that are a little shade darker than what we like, but they end up being one of the tastier things that we've ever had. There are dark terps, that's for sure. And so, like for example, this bubblegum Kush slash Dabalicious. Oh yeah, there's a that separating layer at the top of this like yeah, turp it's sauce. It's much darker than those crystals. It's right? a lot darker than the cannabinoids at the bottom. Yeah, which is not the, usually the case. Usually, I are, mean, there are, are a range of colors in terpenes. They tend to be a little bit brighter, uh, blonder. Sometimes just perfectly clear. Um, there are perfectly clear terps. There's a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's been really eye-opening to see how many of them aren't perfectly clear. And it doesn't always like if you have a thick piece of wax. But that doesn't mean that there's fat or wax in that concentrate. Mm-hmm. You can get like a waxy consistency with just cannabinoids. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's 
not easy when you the more pure you get but like terps can help wax it up and like other things and yeah there are dark and light waxes that both taste phenomenally good out there and yeah we try to keep things on the blonde side and that's easier to do with colder solvents and whatnot but, but then we can't always judge who brings what material. Sometimes the darkness could be old material. Right. It could be certain strains. We notice a lot of purple strains come out a little bit darker and everything else does. And, yeah. I'm not uh, sure if that's actual anthocyanins making it through, but I don't Temperature think so. plays a big role. Um, yes. The solvent blends play a big role, but a lot of the... Uh, Darker colors are going to be from either old material, warm solvent, or uh, maybe double running a certain product or something like that. <laughs> yeah, it does happen. <laughs> <laughs> you guys never, you, I, I'm sure you guys don't no, do that because no, your no. standards I've are too actually, high. I've been approached about that a couple times and... No names, of course. No. <laughs> now, can you tell me what the bu- benefit of that would be, of double running? Why would some money. Just more, more money for the... Yeah. Yeah. The person actually owns the material. Right. Um, they get more uh, what yeah, product? Right. You get more weight in your final concentrate because you're extracting more lipids, fats, oh. waxes, a little chlorophyll yeah. maybe even. Warm butane does extract chlorophyll. Mm-hmm. Ethanol is polar enough to extract lots of it. You can get a green extract with ethanol. But butane, it's like hard to get chlorophyll out, so you got to warm it up and really try. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, you can up, you can increase the yield a little, but at what cost? Exactly, <laughs> to the product. Yeah, yeah. so we, uh, we, we refuse. I mean, like I said, it's been asked of us a couple times now and been very argumentative and kind of set my ground and it's worked out and the better for us so yes i can imagine now speaking of curing you know you're saying older material now a lot of people are under the assumption that fresher is better and i have i'm trying to tell everybody tea marijuana is not a milk product Marijuana is more like a wine product. The dry and the cure are the most important parts, not just for when you're bagging up the flour itself and putting it on the shelf, but if you want us to extract it, the dry and the cure is going to be one of the most important parts of it that are usually overlooked because people just trim their stuff, throw their bag of trim in the corner, and Mm -hmm. they save it for us for six, seven, eight months and Mm -hmm. bring it to us, and it's just... Yeah, it smells musty. It smells old because it wasn't cured dried and cured properly. Right. You bring us a properly dried and cured product, you're going to get something like what's in these bags here. And that's going to give you the flavor. That's going to give you the consistency. It's going to give you everything that you want. And so the dry and the cure is the most overlooked thing for most of the uh, most of the producers that are bringing us material for the first time. And that's right. been... We've had to sit down with a few people and explain to them, but yes, because it, you are trimming this and you're just bringing us bags of trim, you still need to care for it as if it were your flower that's going on the shelf to be sold to the public. It's just more beneficial for them and us, obviously, but way more beneficial for them. Right. I totally agree. And also, I've it's when you talk about a proper cure, so to explain to us for on your end... When you open up a bag and you go, this is a great cure, what are you looking at? Looking at the the dryness of the flour itself. How does it feel in my hand? Because we, we do everything by hand there. We don't have any grinders when we load up our columns or anything. We break everything down by hand wow. so we can actually feel, see, smell what we're putting in the column and make sure we get the stems out. We don't want to grind everything together. Not mm-hmm. only does it damage trichomes, but you can grind stems in there. You can get the things you don't want in there in there. 
So we go through all of our bins by hand. And wow. so when we open that, That's if it's a perfect dry and cure, it's going to be nice and dry. It's going to be like opening up a bag in your guys' store and rolling a joint. Yeah. You want that material to be almost joint rolling material. Gotcha. Dry, but smells good. Right. And you can just tell that it was handled with some care, not just disregarded in the corner of the room because it is what it is. Yeah. Nice. You That's have, amazing you, you, that you guys hand do this. Yeah, you must yeah. have some good smelling hands. Yeah. <laughs> the glove hash is real. The glove hash is real. <laughs> so if you're wondering why concentrates are a little bit more pricey, boy, we can just right from the get, you guys are doing this by hand. Yeah. <laughs> then we're then we're mixing solvents. Oh, and then we have to purge. Mm-hmm. Now please explain the purging process for our listeners. Cascade Botanical supplies us with all of our ovens. They are the best. They're American-made. They're right there in Oregon, and we've used them the whole time. We've extracted in every place that we've been, except for one. Yeah. Every place we've been has had Cascade Botanical Ovens. Um, So we use their ovens. We use their pumps, all that stuff. Depending on consistency, product, that's going to determine purge time, purge technique, temperatures, stuff like that. Okay. So it's just that really kind of depends what what you're looking for. And, and also there's that time and temperature that you guys take. Yeah, the, the purge process is, it's probably the most important process. It's just, I'm a very impatient person, so <laughs> I spend a lot of time sitting in front of these ovens just watching things purge. It's almost like watching paint dry, but <laughs> it's like... One level more exciting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah right. At least the bubbles pop. <laughs> and it smells good. And it smells good. Yeah. But, I mean, it is the most crucial part. It's the most important part of your clean concentrate, obviously. And yeah. So, like I said, times, temperature, stuff like that is going to depend on what kind of product you got. If it's going to be a shatter, a sugar wax, more of a live resin, a terp sauce kind of thing. I mean, it really, really depends. Um yeah, I mean, shoot, right now in our oven rooms, we got four or five different products spread out through all our ovens, so I don't even think any of our ovens are the same temperature right now. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And that, again, so just real briefly, when you're purging something in the oven, it is the, it is the strain of marijuana that determines what the more consistency... More the consistency. Yeah, more the consistency, because, I mean, if you... Back to the, the dry and cure, the proper dry and cure. If you bring us a bin of properly dried and cured cannabis, we can pretty much make that into what you want. If you wanted a shatter, if you wanted a terp sauce, a sugar wax, a crumble, the better the product is taken care of before it gets to us, the easier it is to manipulate it into the consistency that we want to finish with. And so, I mean, each strain reacts a little differently to the solvents, to the ovens, to the way things that are higher in terpenes are going to have a higher chance of waxing up nucleating in the oven than something that was less terpy mm-hmm. um but that's all going to be on the strain and again taking care of the, the product truck. before it gets to us yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> now is there any sort of uh theoretical expiration date on a on a any type of concentrate is there an amount of time that passes by that says, okay, after this amount of time, it's probably not a good idea to smoke this? Or maybe the experience is different now. That the, the rule of thumb yeah. I've always come across is the more translucent, the more clear the concentrate is, the longer it's going to last in storage if stored properly. Uh-huh. Is that so. because it's uh, likely isolate and unified? Uh, homogenous. Yeah, it's, it's the stability is generally higher for something with clarity. Um, mm-hmm. It's more similar to like a crystalline structure. Mm-hmm. But um, a 
that you can have clear live resins that are going to just not be the same after six months because that some of those terps are just bound to be enter about, vapor form yeah. and then you might get them on that first sniff but right. <laughs> <laughs> the full flavor comes from a mixture of terpenoids flavonoids and terpenes uh, terpenoids i'm not sure on that one but i I've know read- flavonoids and ter- terpenes are like majority responsible for uh like the bouquet of marijuana and so when you get a co2 like low molecular weights terpene extract it's going to have a lot of flavonoids too and they'll rarely ever be clear mm-hmm. uh, that's maybe why. that's what it was I was saying earlier that terpenes were like can be dark maybe it's just the flavonoids that are dark because mm. uh. yeah there are like other molecules in there it's so not- guys I mean look we, we've got two professionals right here and there's just such little information that we have access to study because of national laws that prevent that so People that are working with this stuff every day, don't, they don't have the access to define, to discover, or to spread awareness about the things that they do discover, even though they're working with it every day. So that, that goes to show how little we all know as customers. And that goes for us, too. I mean, I don't think anybody in the extraction side of things anywhere in the state should be able to sit here and say that we know it all. Right. Like we're, we're still learning every single day. I mean, we got to bounce stuff off of each other every single day that we work, mm-hmm. but we don't know it all. We're mm-hmm. learning more and more and more every day, and that's the way it should be. I, like I said, if there's anybody in this industry that can sit here and tell you they know everything about their trade. Lying. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> too new. Yeah. I mean, the whole goal is to learn, learn, learn. The more we learn, the more you guys learn, the more the consumer learns, and that's what it's about. Well, that's really. right. I mean, it's that's crazy. right. It just feels good to be on the forefront of something, though, you know? Like, yeah, it's like the Wild West, isn't it? <laughs> it sure is. <laughs> yeah, it really is. And then, you know, you've got your good guys and your bad guys, you know? <laughs> really. And then guys that, like, don't tell you who they are, that, like, you know, keep it close to the vest or up the sleeve. <laughs> yeah. I'm just ex- I'm excited that we have a market that's a closed market at the moment that we don't have to necessarily contend with big pharmaceutical companies at this juncture mm-hmm. because I feel like the more that we can do on lo- this level and band together and Chris has heard me say this in the shop if we can all come together as a community then when big pharma does come in we'll be stronger when we're united as a, that's right as opposed to it gave, it gave us a chance essentially by having this intermediary state driven version of legalization i like that yeah. i like that you brought that up because i think about the doom impending doom of you know big pharma all the time when it comes to cannabis and that does kind of give me hope to think about the fact that they can't really swoop in while right. states' pr- rights are still protected. Right. So, yeah, we got to fight for that as much as possible. Absolutely. And, and that's, again, the important part of developing our community and voting and knowing who you're voting for exactly. and what they and their opinion of what you care about is. Is this like an ongoing like? Oh, <laughs> no, it is today. Just, just today. today. Just I was gonna say we should have it. It sounds like you're like telling people to vote like every episode. <laughs> <laughs> you're so uh, good at working it in. We should we should have a portion of the podcast the segment dedicated to Susan yelling at you for not voting. <laughs> what are you thinking? Well, in my family, if you don't vote, you don't bitch. 
So like if you it. want a bitch, you better vote. I like it. It's nice. <laughs> a shark. Yeah. <laughs> that should be a bumper sticker. Yeah. 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 Damn. So I even have, you know, the political conversation in my around the Christmas table is, well, who'd you vote for? Well, why? Well, didn't you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, then shut up if you didn't know. So what do we have here? So... So this is the nine pound. So we have a nine. We have some concentrates in front of us. Go ahead, yes. tell us what we got. Well, this is a the strains nine pound hammer. Amber Brick is selling it under the name nine pound gavel. Um, it's a delicious yeah. piney. Uh, what else is it? It's spicy and piney. Mm, a little um, earthy. A little earthy. Yeah. yeah. It's got a beautiful, beautiful aroma, and it is a dry material run. So. It was cured beautifully by Herbal Tech LLC. Yes, I was gonna say, make sure. <laughs> Hi, Tony. Good job. <laughs> uh, we love you, Tony. <laughs> we'll tag them in the Instagram post. This smells just like actual bubble and gum. And what is this? Uh, this is bubblegum Kush, going under the amber brick name Dabalicious, I think. Um, it is around, I think it was 13.9% terpenes tested out at by Analytical 360. Yeah, yeah, We're proud to be testing with Analytical 360, by the way, but that's a whole nother rant. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Hey, rant uh, it out. Yeah. Rant it out. <laughs> it's, the floor is yours, man. Yeah. yeah. Hi, Ed. Hi, we Michael. Are, we, 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 yeah, this is all about telling the customers exactly what's going on in your guys' uh, yeah. lives. Yeah, but Agape Research LLC did grow the starting material for this bubblegum kush. And, their their uh, label is usually under Cyclops. Yeah, oh, yeah. Cyclops, that's yeah. right. And yeah, they've been doing some amazing stuff lately. Uh, that's oh. that stuff has just the most unique flavor. Yeah. I've never dabbed anything like it. I really? didn't know anything could even come close to actually tasting like bubblegum in in a in a so, strain. It's such a high <laughs> note too. That I'm, whatever terpene that, so that I'm that right I'm getting. <laughs> Brian's not high enough for this. I'm not high enough. Okay, so <laughs> I'm gonna let our. <laughs> what should we start with? Yeah, I'm gonna and, let our guests. And no, we're gonna let you guys start. We've tried both of those products. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, you have. Okay. Yeah, you have. Here. Those <laughs> Screw are you. Move over. Yeah. I'm gonna try this bubble gum. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna get this. Cr- okay, there's crystals in here. There's I see. Crystals you in found there. diamonds? What? Oh, that's awesome. You guys oh, messed up. He's <laughs> off we grabbed the wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I like how you do this. So you're literally just gonna set the raw dab on there and heat it from zero degrees. Uh huh. This is how I like to do it these days. All right. I mean, this is a very, very troopy concoction. So. So that. Yeah, I mean, work. I guess you're just. For the record, the test result was what, like 69% THC, 13.9% terps, and it tested at 45 ppm on the residual solvent. Oh I believe that is correct. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Some impressive stuff. No it's, kidding. It's impressive. For the customers, for the listeners at home, uh, this stuff is the bubblegum kush, and it smells like this, like, like you just opened a pack of juicy fruit. Mm. Oh, that's I get it now. Now I get the little amber brick alternative name, Dabalicious, because it's like Bubblicious. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Except we're gonna cut that out so you guys don't get sued. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we have a uh, strains like these two here that a producer brings us, and we do a collaboration with. If any other product is put out under our label, we have to give a different name. So if we end up at the same store, like if uh. both of our Yes. <laughs> this company and us are on your shelf, and we have the same name. They're right next to each other, and right. we did both of them. It just helps it, avoid confusion. Yeah, so we do have a packaging squad that takes care of most of the naming duties for uh, all the strains oh that come out under our label. But on our barcode, underneath those names that the packaging squad comes up with, there will be the uh, 
the strain information, the basically the parents of that strain, why we named it that. So gotcha. Underneath our label on this, what's it called? Devilicious. Devilicious. Yeah, underneath it'll, that. Underneath it'll say, it, it'll say Amber Bricks Bubblegum Kush. Right. Same. And I do like the information that you put on the packaging. I appreciate that it costs extra money to do it, but I also appreciate letting the customer know what they're getting and they're appreciating knowing what they're getting too. And it does seem to help move the product as well when they can see, oh, this is 35 parts per million. What? Mm-hmm. Then it, we're walking to the cash register. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know? We're the same way. We're consumers when we're not at work. And so like, we don't sit here and smoke amber brick stuff all the time, which we should. Everybody should. But <laughs> We try everybody else's. We like to know everything that's out there. This is so <laughs> good. And so, I mean, we're the same way. I come into your store and I ask for certain things from other companies and stuff. I do the same thing. I want to look at the label and be able to see Absolutely. what's in there. Mm-hmm. Like inside Amber Brick, I am working outside of it. I'm a consumer just like the two of you are, and I want all the information that you guys have. <laughs> that shit's good, dude. I'm high enough for this now. <laughs> Anyway, what, well, it was it was a really great experience. The uh, once it got further into the heat, uh, it started to taste more like the bubble gum, and and it got really sweet. Uh, and then the high that I'm feeling right now is like a really heady, spacey yeah. vibe. I'm really liking it. Yeah, thanks oh, thank so you. much. It's great. <laughs> We've been waiting for an invite, and like I said, I'm not a very patient person. <laughs> <laughs> Now I can stop coming down here every Saturday. (laughs) (laughs) Got what you wanted. It's funny. You come on Saturdays. You get get an industry discount. That's like better than the Saturday discount. Oh, yeah. Which is for concentrates. I get a better discount Uh here than pretty much anywhere I go. Yeah. Makes it easy for this spot to be like number one choice. (laughs) (laughs) That explains why you're always coming Uh on Saturday. No, you guys are awesome. Thank you. We've had to bypass other stores. It's not just the location. Like, I've been to a few other stores, but if I don't like the people, I don't go back. Exactly. I spend more time talking to you guys. Than I do buying product when I'm here. So. We like that. <laughs> you're also not. You're not very picky, and you know what you want. Yeah. So you come just, in, you're like, I want that, 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 and that. How you doing, Ryan? <laughs> the people make the store, so if the people aren't. Like it's worth talking to. Then why is the store worth going to? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that's something that we've been very um, aware of that we're developing community. We're not just a store. Well, Ferndale you know? in particular is a pretty yes. easy place to see that information travels by word. Yeah. Uh, people talk to each other. Yes. People like to talk to each other. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> we're like the friends where friends meet friends. <laughs> sometimes they Whoa, I'm not talk. high enough for this. <laughs> they don't even talk to us. They just stand there and talk to each other. <laughs> yeah, a few times I've come in and ran into some people. And, yeah. yeah, it's great. <laughs> yeah. It's always so, fun when you do somebody know. <laughs> now, see, guys, there's just another reason to come visit us for social hour, yeah. not just your marijuana purchases. <laughs> You'll run into Janet at three. Three o'clock at the cannabis store, and then see her again at six o'clock at the parent-teacher conference. (laughs) (laughs) Now, now we weren't going to talk about Janet. So the people make the place. The people make the stores. Thank you. We appreciate that. And you guys do a great job on your concentrator. Your love of the of what you do. And your seriousness about it, just really show through the product. It's a beautiful product, and we thank you so much. We love, again, the packaging that you put the parts per million on. The customers appreciate it. And 
I got to tell you, if it says Amber Brick, you're on the right page. All right? That's the place you need to be mm-hmm. is Amber Brick. So Follow the Amber Brick road. <laughs> <laughs> so kind. It was such a pleasure. Thank you so much. No, thank you for thank coming, you guys. guys. Thank you. Thank you. Really appreciate you taking your time to come over here. Thanks, everyone, for joining us today. I'm Susan. I'm Ryan. I'm Ricky. I'm Chris. And this is Are You High Enough for This? Quick show of hands, are you? Uh Uh-huh. Okay, you can't see it, but uh everybody's hands are up. (laughs) Including the dogs. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, (laughs) (laughs) Full disclaimer, didn't get the dog high. No. (laughs) Just high enough, naturally. He needs to, you gotta have a DD. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't make a dog. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thanks for joining us again, and... Come by the shop anytime you have any questions, and just remember you can purchase your Amber Brick products anytime from 9 to 10. Over here at Portal Way. From Monday through Saturday, 9 to 9 on Sundays, and every Saturday is Shatterday, which means 15% off all concentrates, and Amber Brick is an awesome concentrate. Have a great night. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you were doing so good. That was like perfect. You even got the hours right. Warning, this product has intoxicating effects and may be habit forming. Smoking is hazardous to your health. There may be risks associated with the consumption of this product. This product should not be used by women that are pregnant or breastfeeding. For use only by adults 21 and older. Keep out of reach of children. Thank you for enjoying responsibly.